0: Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam, whoop-boom-shakalaka. You wanted to come with it, that we got it with punishment. Youngies
1: are with a fucking into what we come with. Others in love with the front and this family is running it. Long as the
2: public is coming, then we keep them coming in. 28
3: All right, guys, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the third annual 48 Minutes Mock Draft 2019. Uh, if you've listened to this show in the years past, what we normally do is we only have a few of us. We just go pick by pick. Um, this year, we're doing a little different. We're doing teams, so we're all going to be picking one through three, kind of rotating as we all go through the drafts. So we're going to pick as multiple teams, but I'm excited for this. Before I'll further ado, we'll start introducing the teams. First off, Team Shot Collars. Ben Brown and Kyle Brandon. AKA, What's up, guys? AKA the
1: winners.
4: What's oh up guys? yeah, yeah, we're gonna win this draft. No doubt about it. I know that. I know that we're just uh, we're picking, but we're gonna win. Should so we I,
3: do a contest? Whoever so gets the most picks right. Hey, I can we're compete, gonna win. We're competing so. everything we do. You know That's what fair. I mean? So right.
1: we're just trying to get it
3: here in the middle. Myself and Sean Mackey will be the forty-eight minutes team. What's up, everyone? What's going on? Do I get to say that? Yeah. Okay. You can. That's fair. You can do whatever you want. All right. And then normally you know I'm on at-large bid, but to make it even of 2-2-2, two, two, and two, we decided to keep these guys together. So Taylor Bergfeld and Ryan Luster. What's up? What's, What's going
4: on? on? I will I will say <laughs> they have an unfair advantage because they are college, basketball. They are they are they are college basketball guys. But, so.
3: but watch this. Ryan, how much prep did you do? All of it. Yeah. All <laughs> of it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. So this is how this is going to work. We actually sat an order. We're going to go left to right picks. One, two, one, two three, so on and so on. Um, so we're we'll all just kind of take a minute. We'll take a pick. And then we'll all kind of talk about it. If we have anyone who has a throw-in or anything like that. So we have a discussion going. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Uh, Taylor and Ryan, you guys are the New Orleans Pelicans with the first pick in the 2019 draft. Everyone's suspense.
2: Yep. Uh, this pick's been decided since, uh, what, November 7th when the college basketball season started? Yep. Uh, pretty easy. We're taking Zion for every reason ESPN showed all year and covered and covered and covered. So anybody against that that pick for us?
3: <laughs> no. Uh, it's obviously the right pick. So we've kind of looked at Zion now for a long time. I know you especially. You've gone to EYBL. Yep. You've seen him play in high school. What is the thing we need to see more of him now? We've seen the athleticism, we've seen the defensive ability, we've seen the shot blocking skill. Um, What do you want to see? more My biggest
2: thing is just like his consistency with the jump shot. Just because, um, just because. I mean, at the college level, he's so like he's way more athletic than everybody, and he's stronger, quicker, faster. You know, that sounds great in theory until you run up against grown men, and you know he's going to be battle tested and stuff. So, once he can get like a mid range or start hitting, you know, getting three point. Uh, three pointers more accurate, he'll be all right. So, um, I want to see more consistency with that just because I'm, you know, he's going to be a slasher, but if he can get a jump shot, probably, you know, three pointer, two or three steps inside, he'll be able to drive a lot better efficiently. So, ceiling, uh, like, compa- like comparison, or I've said
3: Blake Griffin. Uh,
2: yeah, I mean, that's a good one. I, I mean, I think he's. I think I, who I compare him to now. Um, yeah, that's high praise, yeah. right? Yeah, that's, I mean that's, that's not really a bad cool. person to be in company with. So, and that's, it, that's it, an all NBA one. forward, right there.
0: Right, yeah. so, of course, <laughs> that's good stuff. i going with Anthony Bennett. Is his... Yeah. Oh, <laughs>
2: no, no in that bias. Case, God bless us all. <laughs> no bias from us, Carolina fans, not at all. At all. <laughs> not at all.
3: Yeah. All righty. So that leaves Sean and I at number two. Also pretty easy. Uh, we're taking John Morant, point guard from Murray State. The scoring ability, the passing ability, was near a double double last year. Uh, what really people don't talk about enough about John Morant, Sean, is he's actually a great leader. He's taken this Murray State team two years in a row to the NCAA tournament. They've played in a competitive OVC conference, um, but really when you watch the tape, it's pretty easy to see. It's, it's amazing how this guy was not even in the top 350 in his recruiting class.
5: No, I mean, I didn't hear about this guy at all, you know, over the last year and a half until, you know, mid-season this year. And it was just like, wow. Like, everybody was talking. Everybody wanted John Morant. Was he going to, I mean, there was even points at the, you know, at the year where people were saying, was he, you know, number one material? He wasn't. Right. But, you know, this guy's got a lot of talent, and a lot of other teams really wanted the number two pick. and Like uh, like Like, like my, my team, the Chicago Bulls. But uh, and I'm a little bit sad because I'm not a Memphis fan, but, you know, they've got, a, they've got a really, really good leader on their hands this next season.
3: The only thing I want to see from him really, I mean, obviously besides growing into his body frame, is just cutting down the turnovers. He has a tendency that eight that eight assist to turnover ratio might be like ten to four, and that's not per, that's not really well, an NBA point guard.
5: He's young, right? He'll figure it out. Exactly. I have no doubt.
3: So as this keeps getting Easy, the shot callers crew are at number three were the New York Knicks.
4: Yeah. So the Knicks have had kind of a crazy, uh, you yeah. know, month. Really, um, they thought they were getting Zion, they thought they were getting KD, they thought they were getting Kyrie, Kyrie, and now it's looking like we're going to get none uh, with zion off the board uh you know kd's not playing next year we don't know where kyrie's going so um with so much uncertainty we're just going to take the (laughs) the best player still available so with the third pick uh we are taking um rj barrett taking rj barrett he's uh he's got no skill that he's great at really there's nothing where he's like the best in the um in college basketball at but he's Pretty good at everything. Yeah, Um, you know, it it was
1: kind of—I mean, not really unfortunate, but um, you know, going into the season, he was seen as the number one. You know, and then of course Zion, the freak that he is, kind of took over. Um, But he, like you said, he does everything well. Nothing great, but does things well. Um, He'll—I think—he'll have an opportunity to do a little bit of growing there with the Knicks. Um, they're not going to be good because they've struck out on everybody that they've tried to get. <laughs> but um, he'll have an opportunity to, you know, lead a team. Um, he walks onto that team, you know, being the top guy. I mean, I wouldn't say that there's anybody really there that's kind
3: like, of like a word Ben. Well,
1: I, <laughs> I, I mean, RJ Barrett's going to be the top guy. <laughs> so
5: that's going to do a lot for his confidence. It too, will do a lot so for his confidence. He, you know, it's a perfect situation for him, and he wants to go there. Yep, absolutely. I mean, I mean not to
2: like. When Zion was out with the injury from the Carolina game to the ACC tournament, he was, I mean, he balled out. He yeah. Had, I think it was like yeah. 26 points or something. I yeah. So, and that and kind of plays into what you're saying. If, you know, he's proven that when he had to be the guy at Duke, he'll be fine. And people forget he reclassified, so he technically should be in college this year. Right. So, I mean, he's, right. he's younger than most people in the draft. And yeah. I think, yeah.
3: To put in context, that Duke team this year should have been RJ, Cam, Zion, and Marvin Bagley. Yeah. That's crazy. Ooh. Isn't that
1: nuts to think about?
3: It's crazy.
2: Yeah, it is. <laughs> Boston Sweet 16.
3: yeah that's also nuts to think about
4: right and and really um you know i still think the knicks are getting a really good player here at three it's a guy that can
3: he's a garden guy he
4: can he can Mm -hmm. drive really well um he's got great determination his upbringing's been great just playing really really competitive basketball all his life um either with team canada or, or whatever so um yeah, I think he's going to be a good fit for a team that doesn't really know what's going to be happening, mm-hmm. um, and the most valuable thing that they can add to their team right now. And he won't shy away from the stage. No, he yeah. won't. We you know, know that I mean? for sure. If there's right. any flaw, he takes if too many a, shots. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: he won't shy away from what the stage that at all. The
0: story at the Classic, where he's like, I love this? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah so the story that he's telling is, uh, Mark Titus told it on One Shining Pod, uh, apparently... Like when Duke was running on the court, and you were at the game, so you can test this more than any of us. Yeah. Duke was getting flat out booed. And apparently, RJ Barrett turned around, looked at Zion, and was like, let's go. I fucking love this shit. (laughs) And that's my kind of guy. Yeah. 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 So, that being said, now the draft gets interesting because you guys are (laughs) picking at four, which is the Lakers, but really the Pelicans because of the trade. So, you're picking? What what trade? You know, just that one. Okay. The
2: big one.
0: All right. (laughs) So, obviously, with all the. Chaos! that's going on down in New Orleans. Um, we've decided to switch it up and throw a little
6: wrench in this draft. Ooh. Hey,
1: this has been this has been, <laughs> where the draft We've been starts. sitting here for about forty-five
4: minutes, and we're like, <laughs> "Who's the number anti- four? Who's the, yeah. The yeah. number the four? The most anticipated pick. And for these, sure, these two are agents of chaos over yeah. here. Yeah. So,
2: um, right. So, with Anthony Davis leaving, who better to replace him with than six-foot-eleven center from the University of Oregon, Bull Bull. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, right. Oh, right. Oh, right. Wow. Just, um, Coming off an injury, uh, I think he can you pair him with Zion, which you know, you got your front court for the next, I mean, your dynasty front court you can build with. Um,
0: spreads the floor. Right.
2: Can shoot. Does everything well. Protects the rim. Him and Zion, you know, a lot. I mean, teams are going to be driving and, and get of their shots stuffed and stuff. So uh, we went with him just kind of replace Andy Davis. And like Ryan said, I feel like uh, he stretches the floor. Can shoot the three. Um, he, he, he looked very promising at the beginning of the year. And it's just when he went down, obviously, he just decided to call quits for the draft. So. Made the smart decision, but I think him and Zion together would be a good fit for the Pelicans going forward. Just we thought we were going to go guard, but we also thought you know with Drew Holiday and then the, the free agency you can attract some sort of. guard. I mean, there's always better. I think Bobo's a at at top ten talent when regardless if he didn't get hurt. Um, so if he didn't get hurt, I think it, we'd, we'd be talking about him earlier anyway. So well, I think
3: he's yeah. a potential to be the steal this draft. Yeah, I do yeah.
5: too. I agree. No, there's no, yeah. there's no concern taking him early,
3: right? I mean,
2: most places have him like that, eight to twelve, eight <laughs> <laughs> to twelve that. I mean, yeah. there's always something that surprises him, so you never know.
4: Yeah, I mean, if he stays healthy, I don't think anyone up here is shocked, right? You know what yeah. I mean? Right? Um, he could do it all. His body is insane. Um, he's really got a similar frame to to Rudy Gobert, but his yeah. game is a lot more like Porzingis right. kind of. Um, you know, it's really just that that foot surgery, yeah. to, to worry about, but um, yeah, that that always makes me nervous
1: when seven foot guys have foot surgeries. But sure, but at the same uh, point, he has the skill set. But he of also like a has porzingis. the skill set of a like a Porzingis. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I think that's a great pick. Um, the you stick well, the you stick begun. you stick Zion, a guy that can play three four with a ball bowl, who can play a stretch four five. Yep. Yeah, you know what I mean, and you still have guards there. Uh, and on top of that, dude, they've got what four more picks, three right. more picks. Like, yeah. So I mean, you're going to get and all with, kinds right. of young guys. Randall, even too, Randall leaving too, or Randall Levin. So I mean, right. I feel
2: like they need to really solidify themselves in the front court. And yeah, that. I how just many, how many gir- like guards or forwards come out every year in the draft? In the lottery? Right. and I feel like
4: you know a bowl bowl is a special type. So
1: and it makes them long. Right? I, I, mean, I do Brandon love Ingram, and right. I mean,
4: sh- I do love that. Uh, you know, on. On defense, they get Lonzo. They'll have um, Holiday, and they'll have Zion, mm-hmm. um, and, Bol- and, Bol- Bol- and Bol Bol as a rim protector. And then on offense, Bol Bol will just basically be such a stretch five that that yeah. Zion will have the paint yeah. to himself. So. Yeah. I think it's a a very fun have pick. You
3: thought we were taking at it 4? It's not. No, no, he's not. He doesn't play for North Carolina. So <laughs> No. All right, so that means Sean and I are number 5. We are the Cleveland Cavaliers, a team I used to root for like last year. That's
5: that's so sad. <laughs> how much how much like golden wine do you have in your closet?
3: Not a whole lot anymore. Not a
5: whole lot anymore. Yeah. So you were like a a fair-weather Cleveland fan.
3: Yeah, like every Cleveland fan.
5: So you weren't like a Ron Harper Cleveland fan?
3: Um, I like Brad Darty. Okay, okay. Yeah. Cool.
5: Came to my building once North Carolina. for a race car promotion. <laughs> uh, so with the fifth pick, um, we're going to go ahead and take Jared Culver from uh, Texas Tech. The Cavaliers do need a shooting guard. Uh, J.R. Smith has not played for them in over a year. <laughs> and the only other sort of shooting guard they have is Jordan Clarkson right now. Yeah. And uh, he's more of a point, and he, He's I don't think he's going to be there at the end of the season. And uh, a guy that's going to be able to come in who, who averaged 20.5 points a game and 7 rebounds a game, which is pretty high for a... For a two,
3: what is really big here is that now that John Bline's taking over the job for the Cavs, he is all about two-way players. And Michigan, all of those guys could play defense. Mm-hmm. He didn't have like, if a guy didn't play defense well, he did not play for him. Right. Culver's a two-way talent, maybe the best two-way talent in this draft. It's not Zion. Um, really intelligent basketball player, but there's that national championship game against DeAndre Hunter where he was really bad. Oh, and that kind of concerns me. Um, but with that being said, not not
5: every player is gonna sure. excel, at, you know, on the big stage on their first their first try. So yeah, I and you know, pairing it up with Colin Sexton is gonna be gonna be fun. I,
4: I love that Colin Sexton yes. showed last season that he plays really well off the ball. Uh, Jared Allen's definitely a guy that I'll that. Pick. Wow, Jared Culver, uh, a guy that definitely <laughs> work, is going to want the ball in his hand. He yeah. ranked seventh in the in the uh, nation in usage, so he's definitely uh, a guy that wants the ball. And he led a, a team that was in the national championship game in points, rebounds, um, assists, and he was the best defender. And he guarded the best the best player when he was on the defensive end. So um, mm,
1: great size and length. If the, great shooter off the dribble. Yeah,
4: I mean, if if that's, if that's what happens to the to the Cavs, that's that's best case scenario right there, man. Mm-hmm.
3: So, before we get to your guys' pick, just want to make sure if you're keeping tab at home. Number one, Zion Williamson, New Orleans. Number two, John Morant, Memphis. Number three, R.J. Barrett, the Knicks. Number four, Bull Bull of the Pelicans. Number five, Jared Culver to the Cavaliers. With that being said, now number six, shot collars with the Phoenix Suns.
4: So, the Phoenix Suns... Um... We've, we've been stockpiling wings for a bit now. Um, and Kentucky players. Kentucky <laughs> players, exactly. And uh, there's really a, a glaring need. And while I, I generally don't think that you should draft for need, um, you know, you should take the best guy available, I think that this is one of the bigger holes in all of the NBA mm-hmm. is is Phoenix not having a point guard. So with that being said, um, we are going to be taking Darius Garland, the point guard mm. out of, out of Vanderbilt.
3: So, the thing about Garland that I like the most is he is really good at shooting off the dribble. Yeah. Like, he is really special there. Um, the defensive ability is not necessarily there, but he's going to play in Phoenix, so defense isn't really necessary there for them because they don't teach it. At
5: least not for the first yeah. few years. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's very twitchy with the ball. Um, you know, he has the ability to be an excellent shooter. We've seen a pretty small sample size, so uh, really hoping. And. Um,
5: he, yeah. can probably, he could probably go in and start immediately, too. Yeah, I would assume. Yeah. I would assume, I so. I can
2: take people at six and not... You know what I mean? Try to have a bad start for
3: you guys. So. Unless it a shame to beat.
5: I feel like... The Phoenix Suns Good. had so many point guards for so long, and then they got rid of all of them of the at the same yeah. time. And like Absolutely. literally, they had who they needs had a point guard? They didn't have any point guards. They had
4: Bledsoe, they had uh, Alfred Payton, Alfred Payton. Payton. They had Isaiah wow. Thomas for a little while. Isaiah. I mean, it was like
5: all like stacked. Brandon Knight, yeah. Night.
4: I think that if Darius Garland can can kind of um, reel himself in and not try and make the flashy play where he. I mean, he's got the same body as Steph, but you also see Steph Curry do it, too, where Steph will kind of heat-check himself and just be like, oh, I'm going to do the the flashy, crazy behind-the-back play or whatever. Darius Garland has a little bit of that um, as well. So if he could just kind of um, almost keep his game a little more boring, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, I think think he'll be a, a really good fit in Phoenix.
3: I agree. So, guys, this, the at-large bid crew, no pressure, but this is our favorite team that you guys are picking for, the Chicago Bulls. Don't screw it up. I I think think like they're <laughs> going to screw it <laughs> up. Right. I think you know who
0: we're going to get. Go okay, ahead, Ryan. Um, we're going to go with a fellow named Kobe White. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think la- it's la- the obvious pick, um, especially to come in to Chicago, kind of fill in those shoes in that position. You know, he, we're a big fan. You know, he can kind of do a little reasons, bit of everything. Yeah. But – you know, he's a scorer. Um, I think they need that. I think that I think he's actually kind of underrated as a defender too. Yep. Really. Um, he's got he's got good size. Right, know, man, and and, and shoot too, so you know, you, you got a lot of pluses with him. Um one point
3: four steals a game.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Impressive. He has range. I mean, like Ryan, he can shoot like college. I mean, that's yes, different he can. college transitioning to NBA. But, and he's I really mean, not afraid
0: of the big moment either. Right. My, yeah. my only concern
2: about him is if you look at the, the game against Auburn in the Sweet 16, when they teams speed him up, yeah. he really, like, he tries to do too much. He dribbles extremely high sometimes, which he got better at throughout his freshman year at Carolina, but he, um, he get trapped in the double teams. He try to split them by himself, and that works on some teams in college. But you know, you get in the pros against like a Patrick Beverly or something like right yeah. cookies all there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm yeah that's gonna lanes. say yeah. So <laughs> um, I, I'm high on Kobe. I think he's the second best guard in the draft, and I mean, I love Morant. So I think I think Kobe's the second best easily. Um, he's healthy. That's why I like him over Garland. I still think Garland's really good. And I think if he would have been healthy last year, I think Kobe, you know, that would have been an even stronger debate. But I love Kobe for the Bulls. Um, they built great things with marketing and. Uh, Wendell Carter, so you know they're kind of building for the future with them. So what do you? Is that, is that who you guys want them to? Yeah, that is who we 100%. want. One percent.
3: Yeah. So the <laughs> right. thing that you jumps out, <laughs> right? All right. <laughs> the thing that jumps out to us about why Kobe White really would we would love to have him there more or less is since Derrick Rose, the Bulls haven't had a point that could push the pace. True. My yeah.
5: favorite thing about him is he isn't Chris Dunn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also true. Touche. That's a
3: good point. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. All right. So that makes us at the Atlanta Hawks, and I know a lot of people are certain. Like the Hawks have a lot of picks in this draft. Um, one name in particular that keeps coming back to the Hawks is Jackson Hayes, and a lot of people have them taking him at ten. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and do it at eight. I do think it eight. makes the most sense. Um, Jackson Hayes is a big man you can put with Trey Young. They run, they will run a really good pick and roll. My only flaw in Jackson Hayes right now, and he's gonna gonna come with time, he's not a great rebounder. But as far as like if you put him on the post with the ball in his hand, I think he has a tendency to do really well. Okay,
5: well he's the top, he's the top center in the draft. Too. Top center in the draft. So. And uh, this is a team that you know needs a lot of pieces, really. Yeah. I mean, they they had kind of a fun season last they year, did. especially with Trey Young, Kevin Herber. Um, uh, Dwayne, um Dwayne Dedmans. Dwayne Deadman. Dwayne Deadman. So probably on his way out. Yeah, he's probably on his way out. So you know, you know, taking him a little early in this one is it's safe bet for them. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with it. I
4: I know I'm higher on, on Jackson Hayes than uh, than some other people are, but I, I really like him. Right, <laughs> <And> we, <laughs> talked, we talked about it before. He's also um, from our hometown of Cincinnati. Ohio. He is, is. yes. Yeah. But uh, man, he he set a record at Texas for the highest field goal percentage. And we just went through some of their some of their people they've had on their team. Yeah. Man, when you look at the Jared Allens, the uh, um, just I mean, they had Mo Bamba. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They had uh, Miles, Turner, Miles Turner, like just in the last few years, yeah. and he's been more efficient than them. Um, I think he's going to be a knockout as as a center. So yeah, Three point
5: four blocks a game. Yeah, that's Which, that, that is that's, solid.
4: That's solid. That's solid. That is solid. That's, that's solid. called rim protection. Yeah, sure. yep. yeah. And that'll uh, that'll be a nice fit there next to John Collins. I yep. like it. I agree. Uh, so I guess it's us, man. Yes, sir. The Washington Wizards. The
1: Wizards. Washington Wizards. Uh, the delegation of the Washington Wizards would like to select DeAndre Hunter.
4: DeAndre Hunter. I, I can, love that. I can't for that. believe yeah. he fell. I can't believe that you know. he fell. He yeah. wasn't even on our way. <laughs> you know, I, 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 can't, I can't believe he fell. we pretty much chalked
2: over Bowl I mean, in yeah. The same range,
4: uh, yeah. yeah, but that kind of, uh, I mean, that kind of, yeah, um, him did, to fall, yeah, fall it to us. Yeah, was good stuff, yeah. Whew, DeAndre Hunter, man. Um yeah, he's maybe, maybe the Duel best, the roof, maybe the best defender, defender in the league yep. or in the uh, in the draft. Man, he's uh, very, very low risk. Mm-hmm. Um, Who would you compare him to? I, I mean,
2: I'm not putting him in a spot. Just, yeah, OG Ananobi. Okay, yeah. with with basketball skill. Yeah, with
4: with, with, <laughs> the sh- <laughs> with the shooting. Not of, riding the bench. Right. No, he's he's OG Ananobi on defense and. Mikael Bridges on offense. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I can argue And, that and right. I'll take that all day. Wingspan's right. outstanding. I'll take that all day. I mean, he's this is a grown man. Yeah. Um And he won the national national championship. And he can and, uh,
1: defend all five spots. That's I mean, it. He's he's a beast.
4: He was in the 90th percentile for catch and shoot threes. Uh, pairing that with with the excellent defense.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't believe he fell to us.
4: <laughs> I can't believe it either, man. I I, yeah, I, I couldn't be more yeah. happy. Um, yeah, really, I'm, I'm very excited. Us about that. Washington, we just need to get assets um, right. without you know without I don't know mortgaging we'll our future.
1: Say yeah, without spending our future. Well, sure. there is to
3: talk about the fourth pick is potentially being good for Bradley Beal, right? Um, which yeah. we have to kind of go ahead and say we're not going to do trades in this because that would just be insane. Right. Um, but be here all night, right? That's a strong possibility there as well.
4: But uh, I I personally had DeAndre Hunter in the top five on my big board. so We were between um, him and Culver. Yeah.
3: We were like, whoever they don't take, we'll take. And yeah. And we're Bull, so.
4: Yeah, so uh, we're very happy. So, on to the 10th
3: pick. <laughs> so, the second Atlanta Hawks pick in the top 10.
2: Right. So, we decided um, what goes well with Trey Young, more shooting. So, we're going to take Kim Reddish, a uh, small forward from Duke. Um, I'm kind of indifferent on him. I think he's, at this point in where we're at, I think he's still one of the best players available. Yeah. Um, I, I see him more as like a Trevor Ariza, like, you know, spot-up shooter. He can slash if he wants to, but really going to stay on the perimeter. The um, thing I don't like about him, defensively, he seems he can get kind of lost out there sometimes, um, and teams kind of focus on him. And then his rebounding numbers aren't the greatest for where I want to be, but with a team full of Zion Williamson, R.J. Barrett, it's hard to get all the rebounds when you're just pushing the pace. So, um, how do you guys do you have any like comp comparisons for him or like I think Trevor Rees for myself but I could be just. I like that actually
3: that, my thing with way. Cam Reddish is like you know he gets a lot of flack but I think he might have just been in a bad situation right yeah I don't uh, think he enjoyed his
4: time there no, no I, don't I don't think know. he did either Paul, Paul George would be my other comp right yeah not with the ceiling not the ceiling, ceiling yeah. but I mean right. he he's the same size he's a he's definitely a shooter this isn't your like my favorite
3: players this isn't your like Brandon Ingram to Kevin Durant comparison that most people make because they're tall and slender this is your like this is what he looks like. Yeah, no, he's just he's, he's a guy that's too, he's a though.
4: guy that's six eight, and I think he's actually a fine defender. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's, he just need to really show himself. And he shoots threes, and that's what Paul George is, right? Right. Yeah, so. I agree with that. Um, I-, I
3: totally. I wasn't fighting you. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: I don't. I don't really knock him for um, for his numbers falling. Um, yeah. I mean, you saw Chris Bosh's numbers fall when he went to Miami. Right. That's not a knock on Chris Bosh. Mm-hmm. He just was in a different situation for himself. I think. That's kind of what you get. Um, yeah, I saw him once,
2: probably three years ago at the EYBL. He's, I mean, unconscious. Like he's just when he gets in a rhythm, it's hard to, for anybody to stop him. So, and then everybody knew he was going to Duke then. So it was kind of my worst nightmare just watching him in person.
4: Right. So, <laughs> right. what was was he the number two recruit? Uh, he was, So what? RJ <laughs> number was two one. High Zion was two.
3: I not as Little was, was three. Three and then the okay. was like four or five. Okay, right? gotcha. because so,
2: gotcha. gotcha. Garland was up there too. Yeah, so. A lot of
0: his peers, like, they talk about how bad, like, good. In a great way, how just a killer he is. Okay, yeah, I think he's got a big, big upside.
4: I he's like one of my co- favorite players. Like yeah. I said, yeah, I think Atlanta getting those two players, whatever, whatever order. That's that's how I would see yeah. it playing out.
3: Yeah, and they still, I think they still have another first round pick, seventeen. Seventeen to yeah. do. Uh, so we eight. are eleven. We're the Minnesota Timberwolves, and Sean, take it away.
5: We are going to go with the the top Kentucky player this year. We're going to go with PJ Washington. Oh. Uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves are in desperate need of a power forward. You mean
3: Tosh Gibson's not going to get it Tosh done? Tosh
5: Gibson ain't getting it done. I'm sorry, and you know they don't really. Uh, and you want a guy who's going to come in uh, from a you know a decent program like UK, put up decent numbers last year, and um, you know
3: what do you think? So you and I. We basically fell in love with PJ Washington for a stretch throw on that large bit this year. Oh, yeah. Year. Yeah. Like, I mean, he stepped up. How much better he got from when they lost to Kansas State when he couldn't hit free throws down mm-hmm. the stretch. He got a little bit more of a three point shot. He really became a good passer. Um, he's, you know, he's you know like he's really good at kind of like keeping people out of the paint. He went head to head with Grant Williams a lot this year for SEC Player of the Year. They got the best one the first time. Tennessee got the best one the second time. Um, I, th- I think the third time, too. Yeah, because the SEC Championship. Was the SEC semis? They lost to Tennessee. Yep. SEC semis. Has, yep. But I think PJ really has like I've you know I've had a few scouts that have told me how much they love PJ Washington, and a lot of people do think he kind of has that measurement. Not to say he's the same player of Draymond Green. Size, position, etc. Shoots the three. Is a good defender. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good ceiling for him.
5: How does he play off of Cat?
3: I think those two would be really well together. Those two are really good passers in the paint. Okay. So like really, they really kind of need some more shooters, obviously, because Wiggins hasn't gotten the job done. No. Um, but it's you know still a big deal for, deal for them that they can have these two guys to really kind of keep that in. They're both really good on the blo- on the block, and I think having those two together is really going to kind of give you your start your front court in the future.
5: Do you think he gets the start over Dario Saric?
3: Maybe not right away, but okay. I think very much like maybe year two. Yeah. Okay.
4: Yeah, I think he's a guy that can come in and, and play minutes for sure. Um yeah. yeah, pretty quickly. I mean, he came back for that second season and um,
3: I mean, he's
2: one of the rare that actually really did improve his stock. I mean, same with Miles Bridges too. Um you know, a lot of people were steering him out of his first year, he came back and solidified himself as a yeah. higher pick. So
4: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I
1: think he did I think he did a great job of improving his offensive game. Yep. Um developing that jump shot that 15 to 18 foot jumper. Yep. Uh, being able to stretch the floor a little bit. I think that, that helped him immensely in that second season. My mm-hmm.
3: least favorite thing about P.J. Washington is he has really weird tattoos. <laughs> oh, I was talking <laughs> tattoos I with Tim. <laughs> <laughs> mis- Tattoo time with Tim.
4: <laughs> people, uh, Other than that, people seem to have a little bit of concerns with his size, but he's got really good wingspan, so yeah. I, think that, I think he's going to be fine. Yeah, I he, know he from talking
3: 30. to people, obviously you guys are the Hornets in this draft. The Hornets really want him. Yeah. From what I've heard from a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, that's why I was upset when you I was going to
1: say, you said PJ Washington. Right. That's why we frowned.
3: <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so, that being said, okay. the Charlotte Hornets are on the clock. Shot callers.
4: So, we are on the clock. Um, PJ Washington was the top guy on our board uh, until a moment ago. So, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we are going with Brandon Clark. I'm okay. going with Brandon Clark. Thank you. I, I also <laughs> right, I, another one where I feel like Brandon Clark um, almost fell to us. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. I I would have slotted I would have slotted Brandon Clark higher again on like a big board. Um, a mature guy, um, shot seventy percent from the floor. Um, really great defender. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that Charlotte Charlotte's just in a position where yeah. I don't know, man. Everything
3: that's good.
5: Yeah. Do, they, do yeah. they even have cap space to sign rookies? Well, that's, that's, <laughs> they don't. They, that's,
1: <laughs> they really don't have cap space no, no, don't think We were
5: not, really looking no. at that earlier.
1: No, they <laughs> don't. So
4: so right now they have 11 players uh, under contract, and they already have $101 million guaranteed before they sign Kemba. And that's before anything with campus. Yeah,
5: yeah, you could sign him to a vet men, and it would, right
4: they would still be. Screwed.
5: Yeah, he would go for that for so, sure.
1: You
4: know what I mean? Why not? So really, their only sure. opportunities are in the draft and through the mid-level exception. So, yep. um, they really need to hit. Ooh. I feel like I feel like Brandon Clark is a really safe guy. Okay, yeah. um, who's going to sure up on the defensive end? Um, he'll be another good wing to yep. to play next to Bridges that we were talking about. So yeah, they need a know, they
5: need a win right now. <laughs> they do need
4: a. They wing. need a win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: They don't, he, they don't
4: need to win, but they need a win. They need yeah. a Does the fact a win that he's
3: twenty three were you?
4: Um not not a ton. I, I I mean if you're assuming that Kemba's gonna come back, sure. You kinda need to Yeah to go. You know what I mean? Because, um, so. like
3: Eric Pascal, one of the things he's getting not that they're the same player by any means. Sure. Eric Pascal, a lot of digs he's getting from Villanova is he's too old, but I think he's the same age as Bray yeah. Clark.
4: Yeah, I mean on the other side, like I don't know. Do you want to take like Doombaya? Doom Do you wanna take Doom with this pick where he's eighteen? Where right. he's not even nineteen, right. you know not, what I mean? Where like,
3: Tankathon has that as his plus as his draft age. Yeah, maybe, yeah.
4: but you know, I agree. He's kind of the he's kind of the last guy to the party where they already have the young pick in oh, yeah. in Monk, they already have the young pick in Bridges. 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 Mm-hmm. You know, if you want the guy that's last to the party, you don't want to wait for a guy that's eighteen or nineteen yeah. to mature. Plus, you know, the way our draft score this
3: is like a really great value. Yeah, and for he's, them. He,
4: again, he's the best guy available. We were looking for a power forward. He's, I think, he's the best guy available. So, uh,
3: yeah. All right. So that brings us to, we're at the last two picks of the lottery, which we'll catch you up at the end of the lottery. The Miami Heat at number 13 for the at large bid crew. Go ahead,
0: Ryan. Let's announce it. So, with this pick, we uh, <laughs> kind of came with, again, best available. Um, we're going to go with one of Tim's favorite players,
2: Romeo Lankford. Oh, wow. oh Yeah, we're in between oh. Romeo and Nas Little, and um, huh? I don't want to be too homer to North Carolina, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I fear... Kyle's that, like, damn it! Yeah, I fear Nas Little is kind of like Justice Winslow, and yeah. I don't really want two of the same players playing for the same team. Yeah, so, right. um, Romeo got really exposed at Indiana um, when you're on a really bad team. You're supposed to be the guy that writes the shit for him, and you don't um, ever start to, to point the blame at you. Um, the way I look at it is, he, I think he has... You know, he was a top five or six recruit. if get me wrong, when he was coming in. But now, obviously, he's fallen down a lot of the draft boards. So, if he comes in and does anything productive, he'll, it'll be looked at as a light and improving rather than where he's kind of was uh, trending towards the end of the draft. So, um, I, don't, I know that's not where he projected to be drafted, but still being a lottery pick is pretty good for your freshman year. So, yeah.
4: Yeah, I think that – uh, coming into the college basketball season, no one at all would have been shocked, right? To say yeah. that he's uh,
2: a he's a lottery guy. guy so yeah. Patino
3: certainly wasn't. Patino <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> loved him.
4: Drop the bag for him.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, literally.
3: Where did he end up back into the Adidas school? Hmm, hmm, right. Hmm, hmm, right. Hmm.
4: I, uh, yeah, I, I like I like him going to a team that kind of uh, needs some scoring. Yep. Yeah. I think that's a really good a good thing. Yeah. Um, I mean,
3: Wade's leaving. So yeah. you can kind of go and play that role for, like, modern Wade, not yeah. uh, right. not elite Wade. Yeah, right, well, right. and
4: last year, I mean, their their primary ball handlers were Goran Dragic, and then he got hurt, and then you had uh, – Justice Winslow. Yeah, Winslow. So now, 24. you know, to, to throw in another another primary or secondary ball handler, you know, Goran Dragic will be back, but, you know, they might move him or whatever. So I think this is actually a good fit for him.
3: Yeah. So rounding out the lottery, we have the Boston Celtics, as everyone knows, my favorite team. <laughs> All time
5: favorite. You're basically Dan
3: Aykroyd. And I was going to
1: say, you text and, uh, me today uh, and Daniel said Stern. Boston's my favorite. Jazz,
3: jazz, jazz, jazz. Jazz, jazz, So, really, the way that our draft is gone, which I'm sure is obviously going to be a little different in places, this is a really big value pick for the Celtics. Um, it is actually Saku uh international player from France. Um, like Kyle said earlier, one of his biggest strengths is his age. He's 18, so he has so much to develop. He's great athleticism. Um, he can actually shoot the three pretty well, but. That's about all he has right now. He's got a lot of work to do on the defensive side of the ball. I could really see him kind of spending some time with the main red claws for part of the year. Yeah. Um, But I think that if this is really how it worked out, where the Celtics got this guy at 14, there's no way they're unhappy with this. That's Danny Ainge literally winning. Yeah, that's a a Danny Ainge pick. This is why the Kings, by the way, I forgot to mention that part. I
4: think... uh I think all the stuff that he's lacking is stuff that you can definitely teach. Mm-hmm. Um, his shooting will increase. His ball handling will increase. Mm-hmm. His athleticism, his size, his frame—that stuff you can't really teach, you know. So, um, yeah, I think it's a great pick for sure. He's yeah. super, super young, man. Super. Young. I was gonna
1: say, yeah, and and for a Boston Celtics team, that's kind of an advantage for him because he doesn't have to be thrust into the spotlight. Like they can, like you said. He can go play in the G League. He, he can, can play can behind Tatum and Brown. He can play, t- yeah, behind Tatum and Brown. He's got plenty of time to develop. So I think that's a great
3: pick for them. Yeah. Before you guys do your pick one update where we're at with the lottery picks. Yeah. Okay. So six, Darius Garland to Phoenix by way of the Shot Callers crew. Seven, Kobe White to the Chicago Bulls by way of at large bid. Eight, by way of the 48 minutes crew of Sean and I, we went Jackson Hayes, DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish, PJ Washington, Brandon Clark, Romeo Langford Sukum Dubaya rounds out the lottery. Uh, so now, Kyle's beloved Detroit Pistons. Who he's so happy Detroit to get basketball. In the I, he was upset that he got the third pick, but now you guys get your I'm, favorite team. I'm happy
4: now. Uh, my team is the Pistons, um, so we get them at 15. Ben's team is the Pacers. That's 18, so that's mm-hmm. going to be our next pick on the way around. Um, we need a wing, man. We need a wing. We traded, we traded away Stanley Johnson. He wasn't um, contributing anything on offense. He no. Was, he was a good defender. I know <laughs> no. that he was a good defender, but he <laughs> no. was a zero on offense. Um, you know, couldn't really provide you anything. Uh, we moved him in the Thon Maker trade. And so we're really looking for a wing to, to move forward. We haven't really had one in a minute. Um, Blake Griffin's really the closest thing. and he's I mean, he's like 6'10 or 11, so he's more of a big. So we are happy to select Keldon Johnson.
6: Oh,
4: Go. I know that this is, uh, this is going to come. Who didn't you want Kyle? A little, a little bit of uh, <laughs> a little, a little, a little, a a little. <laughs> I, you know what? Um, he's like justice Winslow on, on defense, but he's got the offensive ability in my opinion. Um, you know, he shot, I don't know, 38% or so from three. Um, so he's got a little bit of it all. He's he's definitely a, a bulldog. He's a tough guy. Mm-hmm. I like it, man. I like it. Put him next to, put him next to Blake and Andre, and I mean that's that's a pretty strong front let, court let right roll. there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right.
3: So those who don't know, Kyle has literally been talking about this as his pick for like two months. <laughs> this <laughs> like, is who I've wanted yeah. the yeah. whole time.
4: This is who I've wanted. Um, I knew it's who I wanted a while ago. Um, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I I feel that um, we've already seen. We've already seen um, kind of like a, a Nas Little, and this isn't a knock on Nas Little You're a right. lot. Uh, but no, <laughs> right I, now I'm I feel like we've seen yeah. that. You know, I, I feel like Nas Little's comp is Stanley, Stanley Johnson. Johnson. Right. And, and we've seen that already, and it wasn't effective. <laughs> right, you yeah. know what I mean? And so for me, um, I, a lot of people have Nas Little going to the Pistons at 15. But again, I've kind of already seen that. And for me, I don't think that makes the most sense. Um, very happy to, to add a guy that kind of has everything.
3: Yeah, I like Keldon's game a lot. Um, I think he kind of, like, really, he did 16-7 at Kentucky. And that was with a lot of really good players around him and a P.J. Yeah. Washington who was a really good rebounder. What's he going to do with having a guy like Blake Griffin around him? Yeah, he's,
4: he's definitely not a guy that, like, needs the ball all the time or anything like that, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, Agreed. He fits
1: yeah. that mold of Detroit, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. If you
4: watched him play last year, like, he was a
1: tough individual. As far as for his size, I mean, he always battled, uh, could get to the cup. I mean, he was just a tough individual. He kind of fits that Detroit mold. So, I like that pick. I yeah. like it a lot. I like it,
4: too. And he's got the defensive versatility. He can guard one through four, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. It, and, really, that's the way this game's going. You need to be, you need to have defensive versatility. You need to be able to have um, athletic ability. You need to be able to shoot. And Kelvin Johnson does all of those things pretty good. And yeah. so, I, I feel, good, feel good about it.
3: So that brings us to my favorite baby team, like my up-and-coming team, the Orlando Magic, the at-large bid team. You guys are picking for the Magic. You are taking
2: uh, with the, with the 16 pick. So with the 16 pick, we're gonna take uh, Nazir Little from University of North Carolina. Right on. Um, to kind of stay on mold for us, take another yeah. Cario. But um, I think him falling to 16, that I mean, it's a real possibility. But yet he could be taken before. I know he's worked out with the Hawks and with the Wizards, and a lot of teams kind of uh, they've liked what they've seen with him. I feel like the biggest thing with him coming from North Carolina is a game. You get to the NBA, the, the court widens and obviously everybody spreads the court. I feel like that's when he thrives with Garrison Brooks and Luke May in the paint Nas kind of floating on the wing. That's not his style of game. Even when he had a smaller defender on him, he, he would never take a guy down in the paint and kind to post him up. It's kind of always infuriated me. Um, but I feel like when, as a game, you know, he can, can to get space. He'll be able to slash his jump shots getting better. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's he's re- very athletic. Obviously, I think will fit the mold. The only thing I don't like for the Magic here is they he just kind of it's like a Jonathan Isaac. It's like an Aaron Gordon. It's like that's their a, mold. Is just, another guy, oh, just another guy that can't yeah. shoot. That but. athletic is all
4: good. they're, they're, they're the like, longest, af- most athletic. Right. Mm-hmm. I like Florida to, State. Right. They're no. literally like Florida State. Oh, it's so, so
3: funny. I compare them to Florida Gulf Coast when they were dunks to lock. Right. Mm-hmm. Just straight dunks and defense. That yep. was it. Like so, that was their game. Yeah.
4: So UNC was 17 and one when Nas Little would score. Ten or more points, yep. but he often came off the bench, right? Um, As he should have. Okay, yeah. why? Why should he have? He's uh, a huge liability on defense,
0: first
6: of
2: all. So. That yeah. At the beginning of the year, he was getting backdoor cut pretty much every, and the yeah. offensive side they'd always run him that way. Um, and his jump shot just wasn't where it needed to be. Because yeah. I mean, Garrison was a tough. I mean, he's a, our five, and then mm-hmm. Luke May obviously stretched four. Like I know, I know, in a world where Nasiar Little was the number six recruit, and Luke May is a Three star that he shouldn't start over him but, for the way Carolina ran their offense. You know, it was kind of needed. Um, toward yeah, he, he did come off the bench first sub, usually about the 16 15 minute mark, and he played probably you know 25 30 minutes a game, so it wasn't like he was getting spurned too much. Yeah. But, right. um, he was kind of the spark needed off the bench, but it, it does scare me, like we said, everything all the red flags about him do worry me as well. Um, it's just what we'll to see if he's gotten better consistently shooting. So,
3: yeah. Yeah. I like
2: it. Who would
4: you – I mean, is it Stanley Johnson other than – I think right. he's somewhere between Stanley Johnson and Jalen Brown, but I don't think he has the offensive ability as Jalen Brown. Right. But I think he has a big upside, though. I, think I do, yeah. Again, I think he could be Jalen Brown. Yeah. There were some games he would – like the Florida State game at home, he had about 16. I think he's going to have a better career yeah. than Stanley Johnson. I think he's going to have a worse career than Jalen Brown. Right, that's That's, fair. that's where yeah.
2: I project – you know what I mean? There were games he came out of nowhere, just, and I was like, wow, this is the yeah. kid I've been wanting all year. Right. And then there were games he just – to kind of fade back like the UK the uh, game against
4: Kentucky and no. the uh, college basketball classic. He, Just don't let him get the flu. He's right. he's a guy that and and Tim <laughs> knows this. I I have been dogging him all year. Mm-hmm. I've wanted nothing to do with him. Um, and then really prepping for this, I feel like I watched a lot of film on him. Yeah, and I actually. It bought in a lot right. more. But we, I bought yeah, in a okay. lot more. Right. Yeah, I, I, can I, see, I can definitely see the talent there.
2: And he's kind of – I mean, he's been tested. Like, I know it sounds, like, weird when you're saying, like, he didn't start at Carolina and didn't – He didn't. his freshman year didn't go as well. I mean, he's really good friends with RJ and Zion and Cam because most of these kids mm-hmm. are nowadays. Yeah. And his freshman year definitely didn't go like anybody at Kentucky and Duke. He came off the bench for Carolina as a contender. Like
3: This guy was a McDonald's All-American. Right, and VP of the McDonald's yeah. All-American. Yeah. Um, but just –
2: and, it, you know, he didn't – never pouted, never – you know, went on tangents like other recruits did and stuff. So, it's just – it shows that he's, he's maturing and growing and you know, understanding mm-hmm. the process. I know that's a cliche term that a lot of teams throw around. No. But, the, I mean, his end goal is, you know, he's, he's 18 years old. He'll tap to his potential eventually? He doesn't have to
4: come all in one year like maybe a Zion had his freshman year. So, my, my only – Concern with the team fit is yep. that's not a lot of shooting right. I what I'm saying it's, I feel like it, that team we, it just in general doesn't yeah. have a ton of shooting We you know. liked
2: hero there for the shooting and somebody to space the floor, but
4: I, not I always think a better, take the yeah. best player available. Yeah, I, I agree Yeah, so I agree.
3: So that makes us once again the Atlanta Hawks So <laughs> through this process we've realized that they have their uh. point guard in Trey Young They have now they have their center in Jackson Hayes. They have cam reddish. They have Kevin Herter so we need a true, sh- we need a we need a solid score here to go with those guys. And Sean, we went with. We're going with Kevin Porter Jr. Kevin Porter Jr. Right, USC,
5: and like you said, we need shooting. Kevin Porter, good year last year, not not a kind of a surprise up and down year. Horrible
3: at the free throw line. Mm-hmm. Horrible at the
5: free throw line, but but you know was kind of a fantasy guy for a little while. Had a, a solid while. like shot
3: forty eight percent from the floor. Um, has a ton of it. like like I said, the draft age just kind of plays a part here. This is a guy where we talk about this Hawks team. He really doesn't have to do a lot right away.
5: No, no. This is a, this is a team that's building for the future, and this is a great pick at this at this point in the draft.
3: The Hawks are really starting to put this young nucleus together, and I think he really fits that young nucleus of like kind of taking that step and really building something special. I think Lloyd Pierce is the right guy for that patience to put make this all happen. We already know they have a super sharp point guard. Um, I don't think Kevin Porter is going to be super sharp by any means. Honestly, I really said a lot of shit about him in his <laughs> USC season. Like, I was not happy with him. Right, right. Um, but I think that he kind of could fit that, like, Eric Bledsoe mold of, like, being better in the NBA than he was in college. I think he just played a tough conference where, like, sometimes, you know, when you don't play any competition, you don't get up for games. Yeah. And I think, like, you know, he's going to be in a chance where he's going to play with the best person in the world, and I think that could help him out.
4: I think he would have to come off the bench. Yes. You know, and and just kind of be the, the ball handler because he's really, he's really ISO heavy. So I think that um, you know if Trey Young wasn't on the floor, that would make sense. But that's the only that would be my only concern with him there. Yeah, I think but, that's. Fair. But uh, huge ta- again, another guy, huge talent for sure. Um, he has major upside. His step back is identical to Harden's. Yes, like, it is. Like identical. Ooh. So does the the Pac-12 were you like yes. how bad it was oh, last yeah. year? Like, oh yeah, dude, the uh, I watched that that Washington Oregon game the Pac- and like the the conference championship. Dude, no one scored for like yeah. six minutes bad. or something, and I was just like, Oregon made the what? Sweet Sixteen. Let's not
3: yeah. forget that without Bull bowl, it was pretty brutal. It was pretty rough.
2: Wisconsin and U C Irvine, or I I, I take worse paths. for you know what I mean. Yeah, I can't make that. that, made, that made it worse.
3: So yeah, agreed. Yeah. All right, so Ben, this is your beloved Indiana Pacers. Oh yeah, Absolutely.
1: beloved, beloved. Yeah. Um, you know we suffered a huge injury with Old depot last year, um, so we're looking for a versatile guard. Um, and I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing this young man's first name correctly, but it's I think it's Nikeli. Nakil. Alexander Walker.
4: How's
2: Nakelly? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're Nikkeli. Nikkeli.
4: yeah, man, he's uh he's. Yeah, he's I, a two-way player. Yeah,
1: versatile guard, um, averaged two steals per game last year. Um, he can be a secondary ball handler. I, I really like him, especially with us. We probably won't have Oladipo probably until the All-Star break maybe. Yeah, uh, just crazy because
2: that
4: injury seems so far. Like,
1: so right, so it seemed ago. like so long ago. but They
2: yeah. should hold him out until
5: there, though. And you
4: guys lost right. – Pretty much and forever. We lost, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Got just kicked out of the league. Oh yeah, Tyreek. Uh, Tyreek yeah, Evans. It. Yeah. So um, <laughs> he got the boot. That's so. okay if you guys if you guys <laughs> can
5: can nab uh, D'Angelo Russell this year in free agency. Oh, now see, yeah, uh, that would be awesome. You might you might that have something awesome. something going there. Yeah. yeah,
4: I think you definitely need a guy that can that can um, facilitate yeah. do stuff with the ball. Yep. Um, and get know, his own shot. and yeah, Do absolutely. some other stuff. Virginia Tech shot the most threes and made the most
2: threes one point, in, like around conference play at the beginning, I remember they played at Carolina, and it was, they lived and died by it because Justin Robinson and Walker. They, I mean, they were just bombing them out there, yeah. and they got hot, and they, was, they were like 16 early. I was like, whoa! But yeah, I mean, especially Oladipo can you know, slash and facilitate as well, and yeah. like, if they get D'Angelo, obviously he can float around the wing. It'll, it's a good pick for them. Yeah. They just have play they defense.
3: just have
4: a ton of front court guys they do. already. Yep, and then if they want to go. For a point guard, they have Aaron Holliday, or it sounds like they're going to either try for Conley or, or they're going to try for D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. So really, that kind of leaves you in that you know two-three position that right. you're kind of looking for. And I think I think he he's the best well. player available for sure.
3: Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a really good pick. I like him a lot. Yeah. So that brings you guys to the San Antonio Spurs at pick 19. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so after some uh, intense deliberation, back and forth, uh, we are going to go with. Mr. Rui Hachimura.
3: Yeah. Oh.
2: I feel like a pitch right up the Not alley. Not one of my favorite players in the draft. That was, <laughs> I, I was yeah. literally looking. That was he the number one That was yeah. the number one guy. Yeah. That was well, the best guy I had left. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like that's a Popovich pick right up the alley. Mm-hmm. Um, just somebody who can come in and learn from um, Lamarcus Aldridge. Somebody who's still learning to play basketball in general. Like, I know that sounds silly, but he hasn't been playing as long as some of these other guys have. Um, but I, I feel like, you know, he dominated at Gonzaga. He can shoot. He can rebound. Obviously, he's very physical. Now, some of that looks better when you're playing against the WAC conference, but um, you're not kidding, right? I'm, right. Some of those games are just terrible to watch, but it's. I feel like he's. You know, how tough up- was
3: it to play St. Mary's twice and San
2: Francisco? Well, but I feel like I he has very good upside. Here. So I feel like that's right at the Spurs alley, like taking yeah, somebody yeah. that's been proven in college and kind of molding them in how they want to fit in their system. So
3: Alex, do you like that pick? Love it. Alex, <laughs> <laughs> loves the pick. I- most of the way. Shout out to Digital Report Productions for helping us with this. Absolutely. You guys yeah. are the best. Yes. Thank the you best. so much. <laughs> He's probably coming soon. Yeah. Well, that brings us, I'm going to have to pick 20, the Boston Celtics. You mentioned Tyler Hero. We're taking Goga. Oh. Yeah. Gotcha. No, you're not. Don't, you're not. You no, know, we really it. took Goga, <laughs> Did you? Yes. Okay. No, you're not. So, Goga is actually the second rated center in this draft, uh, by important to us, the third. I don't think he's that high, honestly. I've watched some film. Um, He's an international player, obviously, Um, from Georgia. Not the University of Georgia, actually Mm. the country.
4: The Republic. Yes. The Republic of Georgia.
3: He can't stay on the floor, but I like his offensive upside. He's also a good passer. I've seen some Nikola Jokic comps, which is total bullshit because he's not even close. Um, But I think Goga kind of fits that. Like like you said, a lot of people expect Al Horford's not going to be back next year. And oh. their center depth is gonna be Robert Williams, the time lord, and then this is a guy that fits there because you don't know if Aaron Baines is gonna be back either. No, he's signed he resigned. He has resigned. Yeah, I believe. Okay. And, so I, I,
4: case, and I
5: think I think Horford's coming back. Yeah. I think he's coming back. I think, think it's up in the air. You think it is? I, I do personally.
3: Okay. So I like that he holds on to the ball. He doesn't turn the ball over a lot. I like that he is really, you know, he's a really good bank shot kind of center. You know, your typical back to the back to the basket kind of center. Um, I don't love his rebounding ability, but I think at 20, if this... Like I said, I know the Celtics have now taking Siku and Goga in this draft. If that's really how this draft works out for them, like, there's no way Danny Ainge is upset because he'll probably just flip them for somebody yep. anyway.
4: Yep. I personally liked Bruno Fernando more. I, thought I he do was, too. I thought he was just a little more modern and is kind of more of a natural replacement. Um, but, I mean, people are high on Goga. I just... I have no almost context to put uh, Goga's, you know, tape into, you know, when I watch him. I'm just like, I don't understand who he's playing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. You know, I I don't know. When I watch, you know, if I'm watching Nas Little, I understand. He's UNC. He's playing against Duke. I understand what it means when he plays well and when he doesn't play well. When I'm watching Goga, I'm like, I don't get who you're even playing in the Republic of Georgia, and why is everyone 30 years old? You might, uh, you might as well
5: right. be shooting against chairs. I mean, right. I, don't, oh I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. He's yeah. yeah. you know be- <laughs> like, Sean, how dare yeah. you? Yeah. all got beards <laughs> and chest hair. You're like, I don't even know who this yeah. guy is. Yeah.
3: yeah. So, before we get to your guys' pick, we want to go to an update 15 through 20. So, we went Kelvin Johnson to the Pistons, Nazir Little at 16 to Orlando, um, Kevin Porter Jr. at 17 to Atlanta, Nikhil Alexander-Walter at 18 to Indiana, Rui Hachimura at 19 to San Antonio, and then we just took Goga Patazzi at 20 to the Celtics, which means Shot College is back on the board at 21 Is the Oklahoma City Thunder, a team that we also don't know if they have enough money to have rookies on their team. Yeah, right. they, uh, they're definitely <laughs> they definitely yeah, strapped. They.
4: they need to add some people, um, and they really need people that can contribute now. Mm-hmm. So um, that's why we're going with the fifth-year guy, Cam Johnson. We're taking Cam Johnson. Um, I feel like with, with him being... 23 already yeah he's got good size um okay, this, he
3: doesn't like young guys anyway this is a team no. that that
4: really their window is now him. you know They've their got, windows, they say they gotta win now their windows yep. now he's a, he's a good he's probably the best shooter in the draft right
2: yeah i mean I've, he's really uh yeah i'll say he's the best shooter and he's win really, a close second yeah I mean, that's a good pick um cam really benefited from the graduate program obviously coming from pitt to carolina the two years the exception he had Yeah, was, two years is huge right and he's they tore it up last year and then tore it up again
4: this year. So, um,
2: yeah, I think it's a great pick for him. He fits everything they need. So
4: Yeah. Um, his offensive rating was 131. Um, shot 45.7% 40, from three. Yeah, he can shirk it. I that mean, is insane. And when he gets hot, it's just, I mean, yeah. unconscious. Just yeah, uh, yeah. Guy's got good size. I mean, I, I just feel like he fits so naturally in a team that uh, is desperate for shooting. And he know? can handle the ball.
2: Like, mm-hmm. I know, like, he can take people off the dribble, which when you can shoot like that, you're hearing people be able to drive passing a little better. so.
4: Yep. I've, I just feel I like, like, that um, I like that's one where I zoned in on him going there. I mean, from really from the jump, I think that's probably his best fit out of all the teams too.
3: So that leaves you guys for finally be the Boston Celtics. Right. So you guys are pick 22, the Celtics select.
2: Shooting guard from University of Kentucky, Tyler Hero. Yeah, um, there it got him in Cam. Whoever they didn't pick, we were taking that one. Um, Had to get a bucket. Younger than Cam, he's automatic free throw line, automatic shooter, good defender. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Not kinda, afraid of the big moment either. When UK hit their, their little lull against um, was it Seton Hall and right around right, right before conference play, he kind of stepped up and you know put, put a lot of the weight on his shoulders. I know they lost early at Alabama, but after those games, he and PJ really took over. Um, he went from being a guy that. Committed to Wisconsin, committed to Kentucky, and people were like, this kid's going to be a great three-, four-year player for us. And then he ended up balling out last year. So, he had to leave. I feel like it's similar to um, DiVincenzo from Villanova. Mm-hmm. Even though DiVincenzo had a little bit deeper run in the tournament, um, Hero played his best ball towards the end of the year. So, it's one of those, you're passing up millions just to play next year when you don't know if it's going to be that consistent. So, we took Hero there. I think he'll fit in nicely with Rozier, Jalen Brown, Tatum. You know, he can float around the wing and don't have to feel like he has to drive to contribute as much. So,
3: yeah, I like that pick a lot. I think a lot of people really have Hero projected to go to the Celtics but at higher picks. Right. So, you know, I guess this kind of continues our trend of like what we've said with the other two. I think if you get those three that we've talked about for them so mm-hmm. far, there's no way the Celtics are the losers of this draft. So oh, yeah, nope. yeah, I agree. Um, so we are now twenty three with the Utah Jazz. What does Utah love more than anything, guys? What does Quinn Schneider love? He loves guys that play defense. Mm-hmm. He likes really good defenders that can get their hands on the ball. He likes really good defenders that can make things happen. Oh, gosh. I know what's happening. So, with <laughs> the 23rd pick, the Utah Jazz will take Matisse Tybull from the University of Washington. Okay. I love Matisse. I thought he was the best defense player in the country. If you had literally told me Matisse would have won the lottery, I would have believed you at times. Um, a, little bit of ups, a little bit of offense needs to come along, but De- steals. He can block shots. He is a really—I mean—he has a great wingspan. He's a good free throw shooter. He can shoot for the NBA three. So, um, some things he needs to work on obviously is kind of like, you know, rebounding ability. I'm not really worried about that for my, my guy's gonna play the three for me. Um, he's a guy you could put next to Donovan Mitchell. So Donovan Mitchell doesn't have to have as much pressure on the defense side of the ball. And really, a good value pick for them. I know a lot of people see him kind of in that worry of that 22 years old, but truthfully, at this point in the draft, I think he would be awesome in Utah. I think he's just what Quinn Snyder would want.
4: Yeah, my only concern is that he's playing a totally different system, and I sure. just don't know how much that defense translates over. And with that being really um, his own – you know what I mean? He's such a I'm, – I'm on the court because of my defense. Mm-hmm. And when I don't know how your your main skill that's getting you on the court is going to translate – that's just the only thing that makes me nervous there sure um, where he was kind of like a free safety basically mm-hmm. in Washington because they played the zone so he was just kind of roaming around um, as a ball hawk but um, if it does translate that's great for him um, you know yeah I think
5: so be good. are you concerned at all at him being a small forward in the NCAA and being six five and being thrown into the NBA
3: um, I mean, sure, the size of him guarding like a Duran or LeBron isn't ideal. Sure. Um, but having a guy like Rudy Gobert behind him certainly does not hurt the case. Okay. Where I think he really fits he could. I think where he could really fit in the NBA where he didn't really fit at Washington is at Washington he was an individual defender. Here he can be a really good team defender. And I think there is a significant difference to that, especially on the college NBA level. Like we've said, he played in the Pac-12, so maybe his numbers on the defense side are a little... Stacked. Push, yes. Yeah, a little but juiced. I still have a lot of I still have a lot of respect for his defensive talent.
5: I'm sold.
4: And um, He's 6'5". Like, <laughs> he has a 7-foot wingspan yeah. for a 6'5 guy. That, that, that is huge. That that's is crazy. Huge. That is huge. That's crazy. So
3: this is an interesting team, the Philadelphia 76ers. You guys have a 24?
4: It is, uh, especially with us having uh, a big two weeks ahead. We don't mm-hmm. really know what the team's going to look like. We invested a lot. Um, well, we know Jimmy Butler is, is opted out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, out of his is, current contract. Out of his current contract. We don't know if he'll be back, we know if he'll come back. Who knows? So, um, with that, we just want to really take a guy that's, that's versatile, um, that can kind of help us replace uh, some of those players and come off the bench, um, give us good defense and some good scoring. So, we are taking uh, Kezia Paula out of Stanford.
3: Oh, I like he's a lot.
4: Yeah. He's uh six, nine. He's got a seven, two wingspan, yeah. which is going to be great. Um, they need wings. They invested, they invested a lot at the end of the, uh, of the season near the trade deadline to try right. and get those, those bench wing defenders. Yeah. Um, and so now it's kind of just replenishing them, you know? And uh, this is a guy that had, um, he had 15, 20 point games, You know, he's definitely a guy that can get you a bucket. Yeah. um, Efficient from three, so.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, he averaged like over 18 a game. Yeah. Um, Was a strong defender, played very well. Um, I think that's a good fit for Philly just because you may lose a wing defender in Butler. You you may lose a Tobias Harris. That gives you a guy coming off the bench that's going to
3: play defense and
1: can score the basketball. So, I think that's a good pick.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I like that pick a lot. So you guys have Portland, obviously a team that just went to the Western Conference Finals. Um, a lot of te- a lot of people fell in love with the Portland Trailblazers, myself included, in this postseason. Yeah. So at twenty five, they're a team that maybe needs a couple more pieces.
2: Yeah, and we kind of kind of in between picks here, um, but we decided to go. We're gonna go with Dylan Windler from Belmont. Uh, oh. A little early. A lot of people have him going late first um, and early second. But <laughs> love, love that kid. I feel like everything that Evan Turner does, Windler does like is the opposite, but somewhat better at all of it. He can shoot, um, space the floor and obviously you throw him with um throw him with Dame and C J. You give him another shooter, like a lethal shooter that's only gonna help them. Um he can rebound, he can defend, he can pass. I mean he did everything for Belmont at the end. Um so a lot of people are saying, I mean, it's a little early because they have him going later in the first, but we're kind of already there. Um, it was either between him or Kavangale from Florida State, but we like Wendler just because I like the way he um, can shoot the ball and kind of facilitate for the rest of the team. So we went with Windler.
3: I like that pick. Thanks. All right, so we're actually at the last five of the draft in the first round already. So just to update what we just went from 12 we went Goga, Cam Johnson, Tyler Hero, Matisse Tybel Kasey Paul, and Dylan Windler. So that makes Sean and I the Cleveland Cavaliers again. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We are Kobe Altman this draft. I'm so excited. So I think for now at this point, the Cavs are probably thinking it's time to move on from Tristan Thompson. The money's bad. The production's bad. You know, he hasn't really been the same player since they won the title. And there's a ton of centers here at the end that you can go through. Um, yeah. Bruno Fernando's a name you've mentioned. Um, Calvin Galli a name you mentioned. And I think really because this is the Cavaliers, so we got to make a bad pick because it's just what they do. So we're going Nicholas (laughs) Laxton.
4: Yeah, uh, yeah. So he's he's a guy that really raised his stock uh, in the combine and everything, and uh, had a really great outing. And
5: and Tristan's done.
4: And Tristan's done. He's done.
3: He does does the things that Tristan Thompson didn't do. One, when he actually goes to the rim, it doesn't take twelve seconds. Okay, that's huge. Okay. That's a big deal, so you don't get a shot blocked. How many times in the finals did Tristan Thompson get a shot blocked by Draymond Green? Because he did this.
4: Yeah. (laughs) And uh, even more importantly, that – that Tristan Thompson episode of uh, the Kardashians is on next week, so that's literally <laughs> record, that's literally next week. He is not paying us to plug this. That's actually that's actually next week. But so. really,
3: really, honestly, I think Nicholas Claxton is a really good passer for the center position. I think we're really at that point where we need more of that, and you're starting yeah. to see it with guys like Jokic, like Towns. Um, he's got some. Young, he's really young. He's got some upside. He really, I do think Bruno Fernando is a better player. Um, but I think that here Claxton has kind of got kind of the future upside that the Cavaliers need Tristan Thompson does have another year on that contract and they still have guys like they play Larry Nance a lot and Kevin Love is a small five yeah so Claxton can kind of really go in there play some time in Canton but also kind of fill that role of like having Mm -hmm. a center that they really need to have to kind of give those guys a breath of fresh air from time to time
5: and it's nice to have another big man when Kevin Love's on your team because he'll, and he'll and hurt like games. every other day. When yeah. you say he only plays so. 34 games a year. <laughs> <Yep. Yeah. laughs> yes, exactly. He's a
3: little tender. Yes. So at 27, you guys are? At
4: 27.
3: <laughs> the Brooklyn Nets.
6: We're
4: the Brooklyn Nets. This Fun is team. Pick, this is the pick we got from, uh, from Denver. And um, we just got rid of uh, Ronda Hollis Jefferson. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're really needing a four. And with us not knowing how free agency is going to go, we're looking to, to really lock up our uh, our power forward, and um, I think that uh, we need a guy that can stretch the floor a little bit with Jared Allen being a rim protector, so we're taking Kevin Galley. There you go. We're taking him. I uh, love Kevin Galley. Yeah. He's a guy that can, you know, in the pick and roll, he can, he can do both. He can roll to the rim, he can pop out, um, he can shoot a little bit, so... Um, came off the bench Florida State as well leading scorer off the bench yeah. yeah it's kind of a crazy step yeah 22 years old so you know he's a guy that I think can start contributing pretty early and uh, yeah love it we're up with the Golden State Warriors the dubs
2: yeah team's gonna look different next year a uh, little bit team um, is gonna look different um, next year a little bit so we decided we're gonna go with uh, Grant Williams oh I love uh, that pick for the Warriors team. actually yeah same yeah. athletic big looks yeah. like they're gonna lose out on Looney yeah like Athletic, big. Yeah. Um, kind of come in. He's seasoned. He- big body. Right. Kind of fits their mold. Yeah, yeah,
0: he is. Kind of makes sense.
4: He's the smartest player in this draft, right? right? Mm-hmm, 100%. I mean, yeah. for yep. sure.
5: You got to think he's going to get some decent playing time next year. Yeah. Too. Mm-hmm, I mean, so. he's the
4: smartest guy, like, on and off the court. Yeah, right. He's, uh, like actually, yeah. Yeah, he's, like, actually yeah. a genius. So, he interviews, He's a like,
1: tough incredible. individual. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I, yeah. I loved watching him play last year. Like, he was very just, uh, just a gritty guy. You yeah. know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like... I always said when i watched him he was probably one of my favorite players to watch as far as just the way he got after it i mean he kind of led that team he's got that leadership mentality right. um, and he fits that golden state mold like yep. he is kind of Draymond you yep. say he's going to as far him well. yeah as yeah. far as like just getting after it you know being a tough guy being on the back end of that defense like he can get to the line for a big guy get to a down
4: yeah. Knocks them down too yep yeah so, yeah. so I and like i feel him. like he uh he almost raised his own ceiling of how good he could yep. be. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I don't think he's the most gifted guy. Uh, kind of reminds me
2: any... of a Boris DL. But yeah, he's yeah, like, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, but like,
4: he was so. like, you know what? I'm going to do everything I can. I'm going to like play the most fundamental, smart basketball mm-hmm. I can, and uh, that's why. He's I, a team I, player too. Yeah, you know, yeah. He oh, oh, you know, absolutely. Kind of brings
0: in that whole, you know, that whole yeah.
4: DNA of what yep. Golden State does. Yep yeah, I think it's a good pick. And, they I mean, they really don't have many options of adding people, so they kind of right. have to have to hit. So.
3: so, with us, we're the Spurs at 29. We're actually at the last two picks. Um, earlier you guys took Rui Hachimura, their power forward, basically, potentially of the future. Yep. Um, and I think one of the things I really like about the Spurs is they're a really good draft and stash team. They're yeah. a really good get a guy and put him away for a little bit until he's fully ready to play, i.e. Kawhi Leonard played, like scored seven points a game his rookie year for them. hmm and really didn't get a lot of playing time. Um, this is a guy that's had a lot of time to kind of put his game together because he hasn't played anybody for a year. So from C- Cincinnati's own Darius Basley, twenty-nine, mm, yeah. the love small it. forward of the I future love, to the San Antonio that Spurs. Hit. That's a great I think pick. Darius Baisley, because there's a lot of people who don't know who he is. He's got a, a very dramatic story. He committed to Ohio State, then left, and basically like that. Mata got fired after that. Yeah. He committed to go play for Bayheim at Syracuse, and then Bayheim. I guess something happened with Beheim, and him didn't see eye to eye. So yeah, they, he, he they was like, I'm going to the G league. He says he's going to the G league to be the kind of the first guy. And then he decides I'm going to sit out of here. Cause new balance is going to pay me a million dollars to work on my game. That's the bad part of Darius basically is he's got a lot of drama. Offensively, he finishes so well at the rim. He's got a really nice touch. He can play back to the basket. He can play face forward. Um, he's got a lot of athletic ability. He can jump out of a gym. He's got, obviously, some fundamental things to work on. He's got to get a lot better at rebounding. But he can block shots. He can really put himself in front of you and keep you from the basket. Um, he really plays the gaps really well. I remember from Princeton High School, that was a big thing with their defense, was can you play the gap? And that was where he really fit in well for them. Yeah. Um, so I think here, San Antonio is a guy that they can work with for a couple of years. You've got four years to make the best out of him or flip him. And I think Darius Basley fits that really well.
4: Yeah, I agree, and I think if they don't play him at all, I still think he keeps value. Yeah. You know what yes. I mean? To where if you just literally just
3: he's such an intriguing name.
4: If you if I if I was a GM and I heard that Darius Baisley had just been in the San Antonio system for the last couple of years, I'd just hear untouched yeah. and right. didn't get a minute of playing time, I'd be like, yeah, I'll, I'll trade for him. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll, I'll take him. Um, so he's gonna keep his value for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So you guys round out the first round as the Eastern Conference runner-up, Milwaukee Bucks. Who are we pairing with Giannis for the last pick of the first? So um,
4: this is another one where we're kind of looking for a replacement. I think Malcolm Brogdon is going to uh, – he's a restricted free agent. I think mm-hmm. he's going to get a really big offer sheet, and I don't know if Milwaukee will be able to match it. I think uh, a team like the Bulls honestly could throw, could throw a good amount of money at him. So uh, we want to be safe. We want to draft um, a Malcolm Brogdon replacement. And there is one in this draft. <laughs> and and I, hate, I, I, I hate to even compare him to Malcolm Brogdon because it's so on the nose. It is. But uh, we're taking Ty, Ty Jerome. Jerome man.
3: Makes the most sense in the world. I mean, For he, sure. is,
4: he is a – Spitting image. He's Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah, yeah, he is Malcolm Brogdon 2.0. Um, so we're really just trying to cover our bases here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
3: I, I really like Ty Jerome a lot as far as the basketball IQ. He's a really good assist guy. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously the athleticism isn't going to jump out of the gym at you, but I think he's a really – I mean, like we say, he's a smart basketball player. He's a combo guard. Yeah, I like that. He type. does
4: e- he does yeah. everything. Again, he does everything good. Yep. He does everything yep. good. Just he's like a, he's efficient. He doesn't does, turn he's the ball not over. A liability. He's yeah. smart. Yeah, he's just – Smart basketball player. Yeah. He's Malcolm Brockman. That's, so. that's a good pick. <laughs> you know, when
3: you're at this point in the draft, you just want someone's going to contribute to your team and not mess things up. Right. Tankathon's number one strength for Ty Jerome is assists to turnovers.
4: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
3: So that's not messing it up.
4: Yep. And um, you know, I think playing in Virginia is valuable as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's a that's a good system to come from for sure. So
3: yeah. I'm sure if anyone actually like followed this draft I'm sorry, at some point someone's like are these guys fucking crazy <laughs> but um, I had a lot of I mean it was a lot of fun kind of putting this together sure before we do get out of here I know you and I have talked a lot about the second round we don't have to go through the, we're not going to go through that draft by any means because we don't want to keep you guys here all night any second guys that we didn't take here that really jump out to you that really could make an effect be effective
2: Uh, Taylor Horton Tucker from Iowa State we did not board, take him
3: right? I know yeah. Um, wow
2: yeah he kind of he's a bigger guard kind of does it all kind of like reminds me of kind of a Malcolm Brockham just doesn't shoot as well as he did Um, Bruno Fernando Um, he's kind of he's on a lot of people's first round we just didn't mm-hmm. take him because obviously different fits and whatnot Um, Carson Edwards proven score at the college level can't yeah. translate mm-hmm. had a great tournament run Um, mm-hmm. and then try to think Lewis King yeah, love right. Lewis King. I love
3: Lewis King, which means he won't be good in the NBA because yeah. I like yeah.
2: him. And similar to Darius Bazley, uh, Jalen LeCue, He played his last year at Brewster Academy, so he qualified for the fifth year, um, so he could skip college and go to the draft. Um, he's intriguing. He's worked out for a couple of different teams. Boston really likes him. Washington really likes him. Um, so you might see teams throw throw a second round pick at him.
3: Do you
4: think Taco Fall gets uh,
3: somebody gets
2: drafted
4: draft in the second yeah. round? Yeah. yeah,
3: it's hard to say no to seven six. Right. Yeah. yeah.
2: What about Admiral Schofield? <laughs> I just, I think it, he gets drafted. I, 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 I definitely he'll get drafted. I just think he'll struggle just in the NBA because in college he was so much bigger and right. stronger than everybody, and it's just without a consistent jump shot, it's hard to find a place hard. out there. But
3: so, Taylor and I have a bet on this draft. Uh, we made this on an episode at large bid, and now it's looking like I'm going to lose it because at the time it did not look like Kyle Guy was going to get drafted at all out of Virginia, and now like Tankathon, the Athletic. ESPN, everyone has them in like that 55 to 60 range. So mm. I may lose this bet on the last Irrelo pick. pick. <laughs> yes. uh, I may lose Mr. this bet on the last pick. <laughs> but again, there's
4: something valuable about being in that system yeah. for sure. Yeah. That's a guy that's coachable. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. If nothing else, he's coachable. Yeah. And Absolutely. He's a winner.
2: I mean,
3: yeah. They've won. Yeah. I literally like, I think my favorite name in the draft is Simi Shitu. <laughs> Vanderbilt, jumping bags. Yeah. No <laughs> <They're> kidding. <laughs> so. Awesome. Uh, we had a lot of fun doing this, so thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you again to Digital Report for helping us out. Let you guys know what's going on the rest of the week, because this is a crazy week for us. Um, so Tuesday, Tuesday uh, we start our article series for this draft, kind of telling you about different things. Kyle has the first article talking about the effects of this lottery. Um, Wednesday, we will have Donnie Menkes, uh, who's a contributor to the network, talking about the late first round guys. I guarantee you that he's going to be way different than any of the guys we had on ours. Um, he knows a lot more than us. Though, so. <laughs> yeah. And then I actually, Thursday, the day of the draft, I'm putting up uh, the second round article talking about I really think the second round has some depth to it. And I'd kind of highlight four or five players you guys can look forward to. Some we took in the first round in this draft, but... Shout
2: um, out Dylan So Darius
3: Baisley. Right. Um, <laughs> and so, and of course, we're going to be doing another stream uh, with Alex Derrickson of the PlayStation Forecast. He's going to be setting up a really, really great production for us. Um, to be doing the live NBA Draft Show. So we're really stoked about everything. We've been working really hard on all this. Uh, thank you all for tuning in, whether you're tuning into the YouTube stream or the iTunes feed. Um, we really appreciate it. And, of course, I can't end the episode without saying, five-star reviews.
6: Hmm. Put it in. It didn't work.
3: Have a good night, everybody.
6: Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you.